coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. And a happy Tuesday to you. Another gorgeous spring-like February day in the ATL. I, I don't want to jinx it, but I know we got rain coming on Thursday. And of course, there'll be that one or two more last gasps of winter before we can start settling in and enjoying 50, 60, 70 degree weather heading into the oppressive summer that will surely overtake things in uh, mid-April to early May, right? I I tend to be a bit of a cynic, maybe a little bit of a pessimist when it comes to oppressive summer heat. That being said, I'm enjoying the sunshine. I actually walked twice today. That's how good I enjoy. I, I even took my cat out for a walk yesterday. I enjoyed some fresh-ish air in uh, Old Fourth Ward, downtown Atlanta, and uh, soaked up a little bit of the vitamin E that is, uh, is it vitamin E? That's uh, raining down upon us uh, by way of sunlight. How are you? So while I could sit here and, and get into some of the more dour stuff or even dive into our pre-State of the Union doldrums, Eh, yeah, no. Let's uh, let's talk about something idealistic. You know, we, we were talking last week. I forget who it was we were talking to, where we talked about how beautiful renderings are. I'm sure it, it had something to do with Cop City, right? Because renderings always look nice with those superimposed people looking like they're having a great time picnicking and and th- tossing a frisbee. Mom, dad, kid crossing the street with the baby carriage and the dog. Uh, renderings always look great, right? One of the projects that I've been really intrigued by is what is called the Midtown Capping Project. And there is uh, an entire foundation whose sole purpose it is to drive the idea that Midtown Atlanta's portion of the I-75-85 downtown connector needs to be capped. And by capped, they mean building a park over... (laughs) I-75 and I-85, the downtown Midtown connector. Uh, from about 14th Street, uh, closer to the bend uh, before the MARTA station. This is all fantastic. It looks, it looks wonderful. I am a huge fan of these kinds of ideas. I'm just uh, a, a bit cynical, I guess, that this ever gets done in our lifetime. I'd love to see this happen, though, where we... They, it's also been called the Stitch. I'm sorry, for those who don't know, the Stitch connecting Midtown again to the Georgia Tech campus, which used to be before the Eisenhower interstate system came through and, and, and gutted Midtown Atlanta in half and went through downtown and uh, Sweet Auburn, uh, dividing the downtown area from a vibrant African-American community at that time. I will uh, first introduce you to the Midtown Capping Project by playing to you their fantastic video, which I will share in today's show notes so you can see the renderings for yourself too, but you can also hear what this idea is all about. Armed with research and vast knowledge of the interconnected nature of the area, the direction was clear. To solve the connector's problems on the ground, Midtown must go up. The Midtown Connector Transportation Improvement Project would create a deck over the connector. Combining vertically integrated transportation fixes with public gathering spaces, enhance roads and connectivity, improving mobility in Midtown and transforming life in the region 
for generations to come. On top of the deck would be a picturesque 25-acre park whose footprint mirrors the curves of the freeway below. Native plants and trees interspersed with reflecting ponds and fountains would create a natural landscape with plenty of outdoor seating inviting visitors to rest and enjoy the scenery. A ground level trail would weave the length of the park. The park would feature playgrounds, a children's garden, a dog park, cafes and an amphitheater that would host local, regional and national events. It is an audacious undertaking, but it has the opportunity to change the region in ways that Atlanta hasn't seen since the construction of Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport decades ago. To bring a project of this scale to life, it will take a significant and coordinated effort. It must have the complete support of local, state and federal governments, coupled with broad community support from the business and philanthropic sectors. Building off the vision of decades of state and local leadership, the next chapter will be written by a new generation, which will be called upon to carry this to completion. This re-envisioning of the connector may seem an impossibility, but the foundation is in place and the next chapter is waiting to be written. And there you have it. Hey, I love ideas like this. I'm not going to lie. But I'm also that guy that wants to know, so when are we doing this in historically black neighborhoods where interstates have gutted communities and destroyed connectivity in those communities? Midtown's not an historically black neighborhood. But I mean, it's, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. It'll be nice to connect Georgia Tech, which by the way, already has a lot of green space in and around it, and even more developing on uh, its western flank uh, between Bankhead and Vine City. A huge west side park is there now. I mean, I'm not saying let's not have more parks. By, by all means, I'm all for that, and I'm all for trying to stitch, as this project used to be called, the two sides of Midtown together. But I'd, I'd, really, love, I'd really love to see us doing this, not just in this area of Atlanta. I'd like to maybe, let's, let's look at like what happened uh, to, to Summerhill? What about Gresham Park to the east? What about People's Town in Pittsburgh, uh, south of downtown? What about uh, connecting the West End with Mosley Park and Vine City? There's more than just this gleaming, rendering heavy, fantastic vision of what Midtown would look like if it were stitched back together. But can we can we get all in buy-in from the city by having a vision for all the city. Okay, let me back up just a little bit. The reason this is news, I should point out, is because the Midtown Connector Project, the MCP Foundation, uh, named their new CEO today. Or, I'm sorry, actually this happened yesterday. So, his name is Doug Hooker, and uh, he had been a longtime Atlanta Regional Commission leader. And uh, the folks in the business and private public sector community in Atlanta are just raving about this guy. They think it's like a home run hire. Okay, okay. 
Uh, he's quoted in uh, Atlanta Urbanize, uh, that would be atlanta.urbanize.city, in an article today, which we will put in today's show notes. I've dedicated my career to helping Atlanta reach its full potential, and the MCP has the ability to transform this city and region like no other project I've seen. I'm honored and grateful for the opportunity to help deliver this remarkable park project to my city and see the impact it can have on future generations. Again, th- home run hire, great. I love the idea. Why, why just here? It ain't like Midtown struggling. It ain't like Georgia Tech struggling. This is not an area in dire need of that infusion. And can we also just say, we have two interstates that converge to rip through downtown, Midtown, Old Fourth Ward, Summerhill, uh, that has you know twice the, 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 the car load because it's literally two arteries that converged you know, north and south of the city to go through the, its midsection. So we're not really addressing the, the traffic. In, in, in fact, you think it's bad now. Wait till you start building earth <laughs> ground above it. Oh my, you thought the big dig took a long time and went over budget in Boston? Ooh, this is going to be a piece of work. And I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm just saying, like, if you want the city to buy in, you got to get the whole city involved. And I don't mean just in rah-rahing for it. I'm saying maybe let's let's look at some other parts of Atlanta that have been decimated by the interstate system mowing through it and say, that area needs it too. Midtown, Georgia Tech, those are vibrant areas already of Atlanta. The, 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 the West Atlanta, west of Georgia Tech, is already on the rebound. There are some other areas that have been decimated by I-20, I-75, I-85 that would love to see a vision like this come to reality. So when are we going to start drawing those renderings? Secretary of Transportation... Pete Buttigieg has talked a lot about the baked-in racism in previous highway design and how to address it from a federal, state, and even local input perspective. That obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Um, I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality, and I think we have everything to gain by acknowledging it and then dealing with it, which is why the reconnecting communities, that billion dollars, is something we want to get to work right away uh, uh, putting to work. I mean, you have to reconstruct communities that this happened to. As you said, some of these beltways and and interstates and roadways were built before the Civil Rights Act, before the Voting Rights Act, and were made meant to be racist. But how do you go about redefining and replanning these roadways and communities that are already settled in? so uh, what's interesting is it's going to vary by community, and we have to listen to the community. Sometimes it really is the case that an overpass went in a certain way that is so harmful that it's got to come down or maybe be put underground. Other times, maybe it's not that way. Maybe the really important thing is to connect across it, to add rather than subtract. And that's where we don't want to impose a one-size-fits-all answer uh, from here. But when we were out in Syracuse, for example, looking at I-81, we saw the local vision uh, for how they want to get past those divisions. And those local ideas are going to be taken very seriously as we try to meet the spirit of this law. So again, he talks about listening to the community, but which community are we listening to? The business community, the public private partnership that eats up these renderings and loves to look at areas of the city that are already in pretty good shape. I mean, sure, this stitch project would be fantastic in Midtown. I think it would be game changing for the perception of Atlanta as 
a modern city, a 21st century model metropolis. But to even get to it, you still got to go through all these areas of Atlanta that aren't exactly poster material, right? And you're still going to be stuck in the same amount of traffic, just now in tunnels underneath (laughs) that beautifully rendered park. Heck, I hadn't even thought about how Langford Parkway just kind of cuts right through a lot of Southwest Atlanta communities. Forest Acres and Sims Park and Greenbrier, Perkinson Park and Sylvan Hills. Stitch that, my friends. Again, I'm not saying I'm against the stitch connecting Georgia Tech with Midtown with that nice park over the downtown connector. I'm just saying a little bit of equity would be nice if you want the entire city to buy in on something. And this is kind of what goes back to the whole Cop City argument, which, by the way, the mayor's cooking some numbers on. We'll get to that next. Are we listening to the citizens most affected? And those left out from the benefiting of these massive projects? More Ron Show on America One Radio next. 